and my black queens, and for those that love us, we are resilient, we are strong, and most of all, we are needed. This world we live in is cold, with no sense of love or security, just a whole bunch of hatred that is masked by what we have been taught was our liberty. But liberty of what? And justice for who? Bamboozled and tricked into believing that there is a place in this world for us to? Abandoned like a baby who was adopted at birth, spoon-fed with half-truths and outright lies, never really understanding our true value or our worth. There has been a tragic death to the black kings and queens of our earth, stomped on with oppression and devalued with recession, never to rise again, but to remain down in the dirt. Eyes filled with tears and hearts filled with pain. Our minds have been corrupted and warped by things with no substance, but of things that are in vain. It is time for us to reclaim our throne and take back what belongs to us. Reclaim our beauty and our strength that was built on a solid foundation that came up from the dust. Stand up, my black kings and my black queens. Hold your heads up high to the sky and pull down your dreams. Make them into a reality. Don't let them fester or sink to the bottom but breathe life into them and make them believe my black kings and queens and that was by diane saucier and as she stated it is time for us to reclaim our throne and we can only do that if we love each other we must value one another and with that we will rise again. Please stay tuned.
No justice, no peace is the message across the world. Protesting in the following, UK, Germany, US, Italy, New Zealand, Canada, Ireland, South Africa, and many more. 4,000 plus people have been arrested for protesting. Black lives matter. If you cannot protest, you can donate to the following. National Bell Fund Network, which has bell funds by state, or ActBlue, a secure donation link that will send money to up to 37 nationwide bell funds. You can also donate to NYC Black Mutual Aid. July 7th is Blackout Day in which supporters are committed to only spending money with Black-owned businesses. It is time we use our economic power to make even more of a statement. Shades of strength is what I see. Whether you are walking, whether you are marching, whether you are donating, you are remarkable. My brother, my sister, I see you. We are angry, we are in pain, and we do not owe immediate grace or forgiveness when we are grieving and coping with trauma inflicted by ongoing acts of racial injustice. We are strong. We are so strong. And we will be strategic and knowledgeable in this fight. I know we have witnessed rioting and looting 
in the images displayed that I have seen, that is not all. That is not us. I have seen our kings and queens standing, kneeling, arms linked, arms linked together, making the statement that black lives matter. Two thousand and twenty, you guys has been crazy. Is has been crazy, and that's just to say less. I mean, and we're not even halfway through the year just yet. Like we're just making it there. By June thirtieth, we'll be halfway through two thousand and twenty. And in this, that short period of time, we have lost, tragically, Kobe Bryant and Gianni Bryant. Then, bam, we're hit with a pandemic, COVID 2019. Millions of people out of work, businesses have shut down. People don't know. Some people have no idea where their next meal, paycheck, they're being evicted. They already got enough to face. Then... Two black men are viciously murdered on camera. On camera. In our faces. Ahmad Aubrey, February 23rd. And then George Floyd, May 25th. And I mean, and there's so many more that haven't even received justice for their untimely deaths. So now we are standing, protesting, no justice, no peace. Never thought 2020 would go like that, you know? Coming into it, we were so optimistic. You know, things are going to be so much better. You know, things is getting better. And then, bam, it just, that rug's ripped right under your feet. From under your feet. Right. But, you guys, we are going to talk about it. We're going to bring it to the table. How y'all feeling? Angry? Hurt? Disappointed? Disappointed? Frustrated? Frustrated? Worried? Some, some anxiety? You know, so many emotions all in one. I'm proud, too. I'm proud of my, my supporters. I'm proud of my black people that have gone out here and are able to protest. I'm so proud of y'all. Like, we are in this together. And just to see the support offered by others and to see the support that we offer to each other has been remarkable. That is like a saving grace. It's been remarkable. It's been remarkable. Can't think of another word. 
But we're going to talk about how we can possibly move smarter, how we can move smarter, what a conversation with our children may look like, and what are some of the worries that you have on a day-to-day basis and ways that we could possibly work through those together if need be, or how you can work through it if you just have yourself, how you can work through it on your own. So we're going to try to touch on some, you know, a little bit on, um, a little bit on each one, each topic or each thing that we were able to um, bring to the, the uh, topic today. We're going to try to touch on each one. So first one being, <clears throat> y'all know Blackout, um, Blackout Day is July 7th. I feel like that particular a movement will be very effective. And I say that because black buying power currently stands at over $1.1 trillion. And by 2021, black, pow- uh, black buying power will stand at $1.5 trillion. This is our collective buying power. So if everyone, in fact, participates, we have economic stock. We have strong buying power. We make up a lot of this this whole industry. Annually, we make up a lot. We're like the centerpiece. Okay? Um, So I feel like... With this, we will not only be strategic in attacking what really matters because we know the money is what matters. How, you know, that's how police officers get paid. <laughs> that's how our government officials get paid. You know, our tax dollars pays, pays a lot. Um, I'm not, you know, an expert on that subject or anything. I'll go ahead and put that out there. I'm not an expert. But common sense tells me we have a lot of stock in that area. And if we take advantage of that, then not only will our protests speak for us, but our money will speak for us. But it really takes us to collectively come together and discipline ourselves not to purchase things that are not from black owned businesses on that day. Let's put more money back into our own communities. Let's put more money back into our own people's pockets. You know, so I feel like that's a a definite start for us. Um, Economically, one, voting. The second one, we got to get we got to get on band and vote this year and definitely um, put somebody in office that's going to be better in listening to our voice and what we have to say about what's going on better at listening to what the black agenda is okay we are challenging ourselves to to not only be economic not only to be an economic impact but we're going to look at candidates that are going to remove policies that lock us out of good jobs and that will invest in the health and the wealth of our communities. 
we have to confront government officials that they only want to steal our votes, but then don't want to actually do anything to change what we're fighting against. We're fighting against the injustice of racism. It is injustice. It is systematic oppression. And that's how I feel. It's systematic oppression that the laws that are in place at some points only protect some and leave out others. And it was clearly shown with the two videos that we, many other videos that we have seen of police brutality. And they are not held at the standard that they need to be held at or held accountable after these hideous crimes of hate are actually conducted. They're not held responsible, it feels like. And that's where the anger is coming from. Because how dare you try to hold me responsible and give me, remember back in the day for we, you would get football years just for some, for some, for carrying some weed. Football years, you got our men locked away for years. Yes. Over a weed charge, a weed charge, excuse me. You know, just like simple stuff, not simple, excuse me, things like that have been happening and happening. It's an ongoing thing and it, it, it has to, it, it's got to stop, okay? The clip of the video that you happen to listen to in the opening of the um, show is one, a 47-year-old man, a 31-year-old man, and a 16-year-old young man. 47-year-old man still frustrated and upset about the fact that he, as a human being, is mistreated based on his color. A 31-year-old man still upset after he has protested, marched, spoke out, still it's still going on. I refuse 10 years from now when my son is 14, that young man is 26, that we still be fighting the same problem. It is horrible that we are still fighting just for the fact that we wanna be treated like human beings. I should not be fearful of my son Walking out here, he's a 14-year-old child. I should not be afraid for him to walk out here and possibly be approached by a police officer and not make it home. So no, our fears are our concerns, excuse me, our concerns as parents of these, of these black, beautiful children are not the same as the concerns for a white child. And I, I just gotta be real, like our concerns are valid. You can see it on TV. You see it every day. And it's our sad reality, but it is gonna change. It is gonna change, cause you know what? We're gonna be smarter and we're gonna be more strategic in how we operate, okay? Um, so with that being said, we have buying power. We have buying power. We, we have to let our money begin to speak for us. We have to be smarter and make smarter money decisions. 
We have to um, start supporting black businesses more. Um, we we definitely just have to we have to challenge ourselves, discipline ourselves. In my best friend, we have to challenge and discipline ourselves to not give away our power just for convenience. So we really have to look at that. We that's a that's a point to put on the board to look at and really start doing some self reflection on. Okay, um, so. Also, I found some good books that I feel like if you, you know, you read them, you'll be a little bit more educated. Of course, knowledge is power. We all know that saying. Um, these particular books are, are on systematic racism. So it will explain to you. People try to, I mean, I research, there's a lot of systematic racism doesn't exist, but you can clearly see that it exists. It's very subtle at, at times, but it's there. It can be subtle and it can be right in your face. Um, either way, try these books. Um, I'm going to get, I'll probably get all three of these and read them and then see definitely how it can educate me more on what systematic racism is, what it looks like, so I'll know what it looks like and I can act accordingly. Um, they Can't Kill Us All by Wesley Lowry. Your Silence Will Not Protect You by Andre Lord and Beloved by Toni Morrison. If you have had the opportunity to read any, any of these um, titles, please leave a message on the podcast or shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook. However you need to get the message to me, shoot it to me. <laughs> Send it to me so I can kind of have an idea. Let me know what you gained from the book. Um, was it helpful in teaching you about systematic racism? Let me know. We're not trying to keep racism alive. We're trying to make people aware of what it is. It's not just a racial slur. It's not just somebody calling you a name. It's more than that. It's oppression. It's injustice. It's injustice is more than just words. It's more. It's actions. It's brutality. It's all of those things. So, just to raise awareness of what it is for people that support Black people, you'll understand why we are so angry and upset about slavery. Why we're so angry and upset even today about what's going on. Okay. Um, also, let's see what else we got over here. How to cope with anxiety as a black person in this time is is definitely a trying time. Um, it's a trying time. You have as as a single mom, black mom, black woman. My beautiful black children. I do worry. I worry about my son. He's 14. He's no longer considered just cute. My son is about 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, okay, he's taller than me. So he ain't just considered cute no more. They look at him and they may look at him, they look at him as a threat. He's not harmless anymore. You know, so that worries me. My anxiety over what his future will look like. 
And I'm all for speaking things into existence and looking at the positive. But I also am realistic. And I worry about what his future will look like. I worry about what my daughter's future will look like. I worry because at any point, you know, you're looking at the news and people, not people, our black people, our black men are being killed right in front of our face. And it seems like we don't get the justice for it. It's, it's like, you know, they'll talk about it. It's publicized. You know, it's a big to do. And then it goes away. It kind of goes away. And then a few months from, yeah, oh, whatever happened to, are they still trying to get them convicted? Why is it taking so long to convict somebody that is clearly guilty of murdering someone else? Why, why would that take so long? You know, so, yeah, I worry. I get a little bit anxious. Um, some ways that you can cope because it's hard. And sometimes you just want to lash out in anger. And I will say this, my brothers and my sisters, do not let your anger and your emotions get the best of you. Or your pride. Don't let that get you killed. My co-host is with me, Sam, so she's going to chime in here, too. <laughs> she over here just rubbing and shaking her head like, girl, listen, don't let your anger and your pride or your lack of knowledge get you killed. Be smart. Be effective in what you do. Yes, speak out. Don't be silent. But make sure you got your support system with you. Make sure you got your team with you. We are standing in this together. Do not do this on your own and do not lash out in anger. That's Do not do it on your own. You know that, that saying, a house divided cannot stand. We really got to start looking at our black culture as our house. If we are divided, we can never stand. And at the end of the day, we're going to rise. This is not going to continue to be an issue. But we have to really stand, stick, stick, stand by each other. Stick and stay and stand by each other. Okay? And rise. And rise. There is no more of this. Don't be afraid this. of rising and sticking together as a union. No, because that's what they're scared. The racism, the racist, excuse me, the racist, the hate, the people that are just content on spreading the hate, the people that are content on separating us by color, religion, all of that stuff. How much money you make, all of that. Those particular people, if we stand together in this and stand united as we're doing right now and continue this, this be a forward momentum at all times, we not only will be effective, we can change history, y'all. This is a this generational curse right here. We got this, but we gotta be, we gotta, we're gonna have to be real strategic and disciplined. And that's just a matter of it. I know you angry. I know you upset. I know you're mad. I know you just want to punch something. Because I know I do. I definitely. I know I do. I, at that time, I'd be like, man. Mm. But I know that's only going to, to put a Band-Aid over the wound. 
is not going to afford us life. It's not going to afford us future. Or it's not going to afford our children the, the future that we want them to have. Okay? So we got to do this the right way. And unfortunately, I don't know the right way. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we can come up with something together, okay. y'all. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I know some really intelligent black men. I know some really intelligent black women. I know if we can get them together some type of way, somehow, I don't, somebody got the idea. Not just with the Black Lives Mo Movement, but there has to be more, more to it. It has to be more. I don't know, but we're going to get there. So tell me, um, Sam, what do you feel like are some good ways to cope with anxiety as um, a black individual right now with all that's going on, all this unrest that's going on? Um. My my thing would be just praying and just staying focused on what I need to do to help my kind and not let things or people, what they say or feel, get the best of me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's a good one. That one, that, that last part you just said, not letting people, what they say and what they do get the best of you. Because at the end of the day, we control ourselves. Right. So if you can control yourself to say, hey, you know what? That's not going to be my response to that. But I'm going to come. I got something for you, but that's not going to be my response to it because you want me to act out in a violent manner. So you can say, oh, she acted like an animal. I killed her like an animal. Right. So Dante, Dante came in. <laughs> Y'all, I'm going to get him to be a part of this podcast episode. It may be the sixth one. You want to say something? You want to slide on in here? What do you feel, how, do you, how are you coping right now with all of the unrest that's going on? I mean, I usually cope with gaming or like watching videos. Mm -hmm. Just like taking my mind off of it, basically. That's a good, so you take your mind off of what's going on, kind of, yeah. just for a moment. Or not even that, I usually focus on something that like I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I want to grow up to be a gamer, so like gaming. Most likely is going to take my head off of it. Or watching people, like, seeing them happy. And, you become, and that, you, you yeah. productive. You Basically. get productive. Yeah. You, you get out here and start doing something. Um, that could help our, help the cause, and you just take your mind off it. Sometimes, you guys, you're going to have to unplug. You're going to have to unplug. You're going to have to turn the news off for a minute. You're going to have to stop the Google searches. You might have to pause Instagram and Facebook for a minute. Stop flooding yourself and your mind with the images of negativity. Now, don't get me wrong. The protesting, of course, that is remarkable. It's, it's inspiring. It's inspirational to me. It's, it's powerful. I love seeing my people out there doing what they need to do, making their voice be heard. Right. I support them 100%. But sometimes you're going to have to disconnect just to get your mind, to get your mind right, to get yourself to the at point. Ease. Right, at ease. To get yourself at ease to the point where 
you can be a help and not a harm. Right. Okay? Because that's what we want. We want to be a help and not cause more of an issue. We don't want to, to, to perpetuate the anxiety, fear, anger. We don't want to perpetuate those feelings in our mind, in our bodies, around us. We don't want to keep those feelings going. We want to be informed, yes, but don't be over-informed. Don't cause yourself to go into an anxiety or panic attack or, oh, my God, this is it. We're not going to be able to do this. We Don't, don't do that. Inf- get, make sure you're informed. Make sure you're knowledgeable. And then unplug for a minute. Think on ways that you, again, can help. Be productive. As my son said, he, you know, he's starting to work on his career when he gets older. He wants to work, you know, he's working on his career. So he, he draws. Yes, he does play his game. <laughs> he draws. He'll go, for, you know, he'll go hang out with his friends when he can, you know, and he'll put himself around people and support his support system, he'll put himself around those people so he doesn't feel that negative side of things, but he does feel the positive side. He has people in his corner. And at the end of the day, I want each and every one of us to know that we're not standing and we're not going through this alone. You're not going through this alone. Black men, y'all not going through this alone. Sisters, y'all not going through this alone. We got each other. But I really need you to look up and look at your sister and your brother and say, that is my sister and my brother. Not look at your sister or your brother, black men. Look at your brother and look at him as an enemy. We ain't got time for that no more. We so don't. We ain't never had time for it. But right now, 2020, what's today? June 2nd? Yeah. We ain't got time for that. I have to say, yes, it does start with our own backyard. Black people, we got to stop. Listen, I'm not going to make it a conversation about that, but we do got to st- We can't be killing each other. We can't be upset with one another. There's different ways that we can handle altercations and disagreements between each other. But as my mom used to tell me in front of them, we're going to stand united. You will never know we had an argument. <laughs> you would never know we had a disagreement. Because we handle that behind closed doors. So we definitely have to help each other. Okay? So, that's one way. To, you know, there's a few ways. That's a, you know, a brief conversation on how to cope with the anxiety as a black individual right now. Um, How about how to talk to your children about this? My son is older, you know, and I've been talking to him about racial issues and things like that, police police brutality, since he was a little bit younger. Um, I have been talking to him about that. But if you have younger children, like my daughter's younger, she doesn't really understand she said to me the other day, we saw the police officer. She said to me the other day, Mommy, I'm, I don't like the police. They scare me. And she was just being honest. And I had to tell her that 
They are here to protect us. There are good police, and unfortunately, there's more bad police than good at this point, and that's how I feel. I don't want her to be scared of them or fearful of them, but I want her to be aware of them. Be aware of your surroundings, what's going on, what they're doing. Just be aware. Now, she's younger, so she don't necessarily understand it in that way, but y'all know what I mean. I hope you do. I talked to her on her level. But just the fact that she said that to me was like heartbreak. It was heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because you shouldn't be looking at someone that's supposed to protect you as somebody to be fearful of. But that is our reality. That is our reality. Um, So ways that you can talk to your children, you have to be honest with them. You're just going to have to be honest, PG honest with them. And explain to them that right now we are protesting against people being hateful towards one another. Because they don't like the color of our skin. They don't like who we are. They don't like what we stand for. They don't like anything about us. So I would be honest with them. I would let them know what's going on. They have different books that you can get that explains it. You can always Google it. Um, As a single mom, the... That particular, sometimes the current event conversations were hard for me to have with my kids because, again, you have to come down, not down, excuse me, I hate to say it like that, I don't want to say, you have to meet them at their level as children so they understand. Our kids are smart, excuse me, our kids are very smart, and there's a lot that they catch on to before we catch on to uh, sometimes. So just to be honest and open with them, have an open conversation with them, ask them. Not so much telling them, but asking, what do you think is going on? Have you seen what is going on? What do you think about it? How are you feeling? Ask them, and usually their answer will help guide that conversation. So that is a good way to help you start that conversation, to help you answer those questions that they may have. You can you can definitely Google it. <laughs> you can ask a friend how they may talk to their children. Um, you can also, there is a Glazer Museum has a good resource that explains protesting and things like that, um, to children in, in their way, in their language. So you can look that up. That's a good way. Um, any other ways? my listeners, any other ways that you can think of um, as a single parent, as um, a married couple that has children, any ways that you use to talk to your children about what's going on right now, please share. Please share them. There's someone that can use that information, okay? Someone that is struggling with trying to explain to their children, not only is COVID going on, but we're also protesting the fact that 
black people are being killed and police brutality and why police brutality is still an issue. So if you have that information, please share. You can give it to me. You can just share it on your Instagram page, tag me in it. Facebook page, tag me in it. I would love to be able to share that information with people because, again, knowledge is our power. Okay? Um, support. Supporters of our movement. Supporters of black people. Lovers of who we are. How you can support us in this time, I really don't want to hear nobody say all lives matter. I don't want to hear that no more. Nope. I don't, don't want to hear that saying no more. All lives do matter. We know that. But guess what? Your house ain't the one that's on fire. Our house is on fire right now. So I need you to focus on our lives mattering at this point in time. Yes, all lives matter. We know that. And some to others, their lives matter more than our lives do. And that's the issue that we're having. That's very, very sad to me. Very, I'm very angry at that part because you, you know, they say, oh, all lives matter, but then again, it really don't really matter. Yeah, it don't because they, they still taking it. our lives. <laughs> they just want to say it just because. And for all the people, all the ones that like our kind, don't be silent to that. Speak up. Yes, do speak up and don't say that all lives matter. Okay, we know that we're trying to demonstrate and show evidence that black lives are not mattering as much as white lives in the criminal justice system. That is the solid point. That is our focus. It's not mattering in the eyes of the government officials as much as the white problems and other problems. It's like our problems are put on the back burner. And that's what we are tired of. It's always happening now. It's just frustrating. It is frustrating, especially... With almost, as of 2021, what did I say? Almost 1.5, what did I say, trillion dollars in buying power? Doggone right, my voice should be heard. I feel like first. I'm a, we are part of that. And with that being said, our issues should be first brought to the forefront. And it shouldn't be on the back burner. It shouldn't be. This is an issue. It is a concern. We should not be our fill just because a person has a badge that they have the right to take someone else's life. Period. You do not have that right. They don't have that right. So that is what we are advocating for. So, my supporters, you just have to be open to listen, understanding, and most of all, just sometimes off of your shoulder. Sometimes your words aren't even needed. 
Your words sometimes aren't even needed. Just offer your shoulder and a hand and a hug and a smile. My best friend showed me some of, told me about one of the most beautiful videos she watched where there were a group of black people, group of black people, and around them, kneeling, were white people, white individuals that were kneeling. And, he, and the guy said to him, what did he say, Sam? He said that we're here for y'all and we will support all black matters. Right. So just that simple phrase right there. We are here for you. We are going to support you in your fight. Your life matters to me, to us. That right there is what we need. That's what needs to be said. Yes, we are in this together, black and white. This is a people problem. It is. Okay, so with that, y'all, I just want y'all to take some time and reflect on what we kind of brought up. Coping with anxiety as a, as a black individual. Understanding that money is power. It is. It, our money is power. We are smart. We are resourceful. Look at what we've built. Have y'all had the time to just take a look at what we've built? Our ancestors, what they built? They were resourceful, and so are we. We have so much power on the inside of us. We have used it so wrongly, and now's the time to correct that. And we can correct it by strategically and effectively eradicating this beast called race and hate. These beasts called race and hate. And until they are completely gone, no justice, no peace. Check us out on the next episode of Pop Podcast. I appreciate you for tuning in and listening. We will rise. We will rise. My brother, my sister, my supporter, I see you. I love you. We're going to get through this. We strong, y'all. We got so many shades of strength. And I am so proud of y'all. Keep being black. Keep being strong. Keep being who you are. A king and a queen.